This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, November 7th. Brought to you by Rommel AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. California pushes Biden on Zev trucks. Enviro stall dam. Vilsack to Egypt for climate conference and White House touts supply chain gains. California leads a coalition pushing President Biden on zero-emission trucks. California Senators Dianne Feinstein and Alex Padilla topped a list of more than a dozen Democrats urging the Biden administration to commit to ZEV trucks. The coalition wants to add U.S. as a signatory to a global memorandum of understanding on zero-emission medium- and heavy-duty vehicles at the COP27 in Egypt this week. The MOU sets a target of converting 30% of fleets to ZEVs by 2030 and 100% by 2040. So far, 16 countries have signed on to the pledge. The lawmakers argued that Biden's signature would, quote, send clear market signals to industry and build on the efforts of California and other states to reduce emissions. Organizing the effort is CalStart, a Pasadena-based consortium of advancing clean transportation in partnership with the Netherlands government. Does it sound familiar? Well, the Air Resources Board is in the process of approving such mandates for ZEV trucks. CARB has long partnered with CalStart on incentivizing clean trucks and buses. Environmentalist Stall Dam Project. A coalition of environmental groups won a lawsuit last week over the Del Puerto Canyon Reservoir proposed for the San Joaquin Valley. A county superior court judge agreed the local water district failed to adequately address the environmental impacts of relocating a road that runs through the proposed site. The groups cheered the decision, claiming it is a victory for imperiled species. Yet project proponents described the ruling as a minor setback that would not delay the project's timeline. The dam would have a capacity of 82,000 acre-feet of water, which would irrigate the district's 45,000 acres of farmland, along with four other districts that compose the San Joaquin River Exchange Contractors Water Authority. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Rommel AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo, AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. More scathing criticism of Maritime Commission's OSRA proposal. The two lawmakers who spearheaded the original legislative efforts to create the Ocean Shipping Reform Act, which is supposed to stop ocean carriers from refusing to deliver U.S. farm goods overseas are heaping new criticism on the Federal Maritime Commission's latest proposed rule implementing the law. 
Representative Dusty Johnson, the South Dakota Republican, last week gave AgriPulse a statement critical of the FMC's attempt to define when it's unreasonable for ocean carriers to refuse to haul U.S. ag. Now, together with Representative John Garamendi, the California Democrat, he's slamming the agency's proposal. Foreign businesses and ocean carriers' access to American ports and our consumers is a privilege, not a right, the two lawmakers said in a new joint statement. We all witnessed the havoc foreign-flagged ocean carriers wreaked on our ports in 2021, price-gouging shippers and leaving American exporters high and dry. If this definition stands, they could easily do it again. This proposed definition is not in line with congressional intent. It needs to be remedied for the sake of our farmers, exporters, and manufacturers who are already facing extreme losses at the hands of foreign carriers. Johnson, Garamendi, and five other House lawmakers sending a letter to FMC Chairman Daniel Maffei on Friday to reinforce congressional intent regarding this key definition and rulemaking. Bill Sack heads to Climate Conference, the latest international climate conference known as COP27, kicked off Sunday in Egypt with an expected focus on helping developing countries deal with climate change. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack in attendance, and there are a host of side events that will focus on the connection between agriculture and climate change. The Agriculture Innovation Mission for Climate Initiative, led by the Biden administration and United Arab Emirates, is expected to announce an increase in member country commitments from $4 billion to $8 billion. AIM for Climate is intended to spur ag research and technology innovations that can address climate change while ensuring global food security. According to the U.N. Foundation, there will be about 20 separate events at COP27 around the initiative. A special AIM for Climate Summit is also planned for next year. Now take note, in a U.N. Foundation blog post, Ryan Holbert, the group's managing director of climate and environment, says food and agriculture issues are going to be front and center at this COP in a way they haven't been before. That's due in part, he says, to the ongoing food crisis in the Horn of Africa and elsewhere. But he also says there's a greater appreciation today of the connection between agriculture and climate. Others headed to the resort town of Sharm el-Sheikh include Western Growers board member and farmer A.G. Kawamura and Solutions from the Land representative Fred Yoder and Ernie Shea. White House touts supply chain improvement ahead of tomorrow's midterm elections. The White House is working to persuade voters that it's making progress in its efforts to tackle inflation. White House Economic Policy Advisor Jared Bernstein tells AgriPulse the administration has been working with the private sector to alleviate supply chain bottlenecks, particularly by addressing the truck driver shortage. Our supply chains are about 75% on snarl from where they were at the worst of the pandemic, and that means that farmers can get their goods to markets, Bernstein said. Bernstein cited the latest employment report released on Friday showed more than 13,000 new jobs in the truck transportation sector. 
we see trucking employment at its highest point on record, Bernstein said. That's also key for moving farm agriculture commodities around the country and will put downward pressure on inflation, he added. Well, here's today's They Said It. What was the point of passing OSRA in the first place? That a letter to Federal Maritime Commissioner Chair Daniel Maffei from Democrat Representatives John Garamendi, Jim Costa, Mike Thompson, and Jimmy Panetta of California, and Republicans Dusty Johnson of South Dakota, Adrian Smith of Nebraska, and David Valadeo of California. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, November 7th, brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.